The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing great. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. We are here <laughs> once again on a Thursday night to talk about yeah. NXT as they had uh, kind of what felt like a takeover this week. Yeah. Yeah, they did. The way it was uh, hyped up and the way that uh, the things manifested, uh, it mm-hmm. felt like a really big show. So before we get into it, we just get the particulars out of the way. This is the NXT cast brought to you by the CSPN. You can find the NXT cast on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, all you have to do is search for the Rasslecast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the Rasslecast sign, and the NXT cast will pop up in your podcast queue each and every week. The opening video for this week's show looks at Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor, the first one, and it makes it yeah. feel like the biggest match in a pretty long time. So, of course, you know that production team over there at WWE always makes things feel hype and big even when the build is trash they still make it feel awesome and we get right into the action tag team match women's division Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and basically what was going to be kind of like a tag team elimination match for the number one contendership Uh, Mm -hmm. a fireman's carry face buster gets a two on Dakota Kai but something like a doomsday device is broken up Ember Moon pulls Dakota Kai into a modified STF until Raquel Gonzalez makes the save Gonzalez lifting powerbomb is countered and Ember Moon does a modified eclipse that leads to the dominator and sliding cutter finish from Shotzi and Ember Moon on Dakota Kai and Shotzi and Ember Moon are victorious I'm tired of my girl Dakota always being the one to get beat up it's very frustrating because she's so good, but she's always the one getting beat up. And I know it's like they're trying to like make Raquel like the powerhouse that's come like, but she but she's already that. You can have her be the powerhouse and have like Dakota be like the small like technical with the striking. I'm very tired of it. It's very annoying. But the smash was very good. I enjoyed this match a lot, but I was just like, why? is Dakota always the one getting beat up. Always the one. Ugh, it's annoying. Ember Moon and, I'm gonna... 
and Raquel Gonzalez, they looked very good together in the ring. Yes, they, they did. A lot of interaction together in the ring. Uh, this was the best Ember Moon has looked in a, any match in a really long time. She was quite a standout. I just need her to stop doing that like weird arm wave thing right before she's going to punch people. Because it's like, oh, she's rolling. And then she does something like that and it takes me right out of it. I'm like, damn it. Can you just like take out the corniness for like two, please? It just brings me around like, ah, damn it. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? But yeah, they had a really, really good chemistry in the ring. So I was like, ooh, but this is fun. (laughs) Well, there is a price to every victory in NXT. Yep. And after the mm-hmm. match, Raquel Gonzalez jumps them both. Ember Moon is choked out on the ropes. And Oops. Raquel Gonzalez sends Shotzi Blackheart into the barricade. She Ouch. ends up in like a power bomb position. So she runs her into the barricade, runs her into the post, runs her into the barricade again, and then drops her like chest first on top mm-hmm. of the barricade as Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are very pleased with their work in the aftermath of losing the opening match. And a trend that that helped the entire night. <laughs> we just kept getting beat up. I was like, woo, ouch. <laughs> it looked painful. Yeah, it was a um it was a brutal, brutal beatdown. Mm-hmm. Gonzalez is getting her heat back uh, after yep. the loss. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, they're ready for the grizzled young veterans. <laughs> and they promise there's going to be around three. Uh, they both throw their chairs, and Timothy Thatcher, he wants to break some limbs. Whoop. He got so angry. I was like, oh no. What happened to Smiling Thatch? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Smiling Thatch? <laughs> he let Tommaso Ciampa corrupt him throwing chairs and shit <laughs> destroying property we get a video on Bobby Fish versus Pete Dunne with uh, the footage of Pete Dunne injuring Bobby Fish at the TakeOver War oh. Games match uh, yeah pretty brutal stuff uh, that they show there uh, that caused the injury so now it's time for our match Bobby Fish versus Pete Dunne Oni Lorcan is here with Pete Dunne at ringside Dunne charging got caught under the jaw Bobby Fish rocking the bruiser weight. Crawling into the cover is Fish. Hooking the leg. What a huge return this would be, but done. Kicking out at two. Well, let's take a look here at some of Bobby Fish's offense. Nice quick move out of the way. Followed up. Boom. Leveling Pete Dunn. Look at this moment now. Oh, looking for the submission again. It's done. Again, focusing on that injured tricep from many months ago. Yeah, and Fish look got it, it blocked, thankfully, for him, but slowly prizing apart those fingers. Oh. Speaking of the fingers being bent back. Oh. And the submission locked in. Fish looking Fish. Fish able to roll through. Desperation and Fish following up, changing position. Talk about his striking ability. Fish now trying to answer back. Looking at the right hand. Look at the right tricep as well. Strain in the in the bicep in the shoulder. Done able to roll through now. Done though. Trying to lock in. Can he connect? Shoots the half into the cover. Done. Puts away fish. Done. 
Bradshaw. Surely the damage has already come at this point. This is outrageous. Come on. You've already done what you can. Again, tricep first with Bobby Fish. What on earth has gone into only Lorcan? This was a really good match. Yeah, it was. I was like, ooh, look at that shit. They were just, ooh, rocking and rolling. This was a really good match. I'm like, look at you, Bobbert. Look like you ain't missed a beat. This was very, very good. I enjoyed this a lot. And then in a twist of fate, Oni Mm -hmm. Lorcan jumps Bobby Fish. He's attacking the arm, including putting him on the apron and standing on the arm with the arm being bent down towards the floor. So, you know, it's like, yeah. they won, though. That's what I was saying. I was like, your homie won. Why are you mad? <laughs> I'm like, what is what is this? Your homie won. Why are you attacking? Very confused. He just wanted to enact violence on somebody. Like, sir, please. <laughs> I guess he was like, Bobby Fish talking all that trash, you know, about me, talking about me and Pete Dunn, so. I'm going to give them something to really come after me for now. I uh, mean, your homie took care of it. <laughs> Sir? The anger. Uh, we get a look at Bronson Reed winning the North American title last week. Yay. Mercedes Martin- had a little moment with Kushida. That was so cute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pickle. It's still Pacific Islanders month, right? Yes, it is. Yes, so I think that was uh, what that was as well. Oh, little so you know, double branding there. Um, mm-hmm. Mercedes Martinez, she's ready to start her road to redemption as she emerges from the locker room. Uh, she walks past the camera, and then all of a sudden, we see Boa lurking behind her. Dum dum dum. I was like, Boa, what you doing, Boa? Mm-hmm. He looked like Neo from The Matrix. <laughs> Just. He did. He's just looking. Hit road. Where he leaned out to the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that's what they were probably going for. <laughs> Hit road there in the studio. B-Fab says that they know this is the land of opportunity, and it's time to go gold. They're watching the champions, and they're ready to put an L on their heads like Mario's little brother. Swerve says everyone is on notice and if you didn't know now you know it's hit row yes this ooh banger I love this just they they haven't missed yet 
they have not missed yet. Every like promo, every like little ooh, it's just it's just so good. It's just so good. Enjoy it every time. Yeah, they definitely have uh, t- taken their time to craft something mm-hmm. for Swerve that is very natural for him. Yeah. And fits the people around him as well. Uh, so I will mm-hmm. give their creative staff a good, good, good job, well job, job well done um, mm-hmm. for taking their time and coming up with something and not just you know beating them to death and then being like yeah. oh you know now we got something for you they kind of slow right him, you know because we just you know and now, yeah and the fact that we saw him like with b-fab a lot in the studio we always saw him in the studio and then he kept like acquiring a crew and we were like what do you see we have for you real consistent right. and then they finally like rolled it out right so it it uh it does two things it Mm-hmm. helps build him up and it also pays off people watching week in and week out yes right we love storyline progression that's what we love yeah mercedes martinez is wrestling zadea ramir uh everybody's new little favorite upstart her and zoe stark they might as well make them a tag team and yeah. roll them on out and see what they can do uh yeah <laughs> You like this? You like that idea? Yeah, because they got hops. <laughs> uh, Ramirez manages a hurricane rana into a choke, but Mercedes Martinez drives her into the corner to break up the hold. A press slam off the top sets up a running knee into the air raid crash, and Mercedes Martinez picks up the win. Woo! This uh, match is great. Yeah. <laughs> My God, that knee strike to the face. Oh my god! And I love that it wasn't just like uh, like a really quick like squash match because, like I said, Zeta got hopped. She was hopping all over the. I was like, you better join the cruiserweights. Yes, <laughs> it was it was a really good match. Ooh, Mercedes, she's so strong and scrappy, and I love it. <laughs> After the match, the lights go out. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of that red smoke. It's mystery, and you know know what that means. It can only mean one thing. Mm -hmm. The blue lights come back up, and Tian Shah's symbol is on Mercedes Martinez's hand. So she has essentially been marked for death and is the new target of, I guess, Zia Lee. I think is going to be the one who will get the first crack at handling Mercedes Martinez. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this, this is was... gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Ooh, these two kicking the shit out of each other. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. That damn Ted DiBiase. <laughs> He's in the building and he is in the back with the Robert Stone brand. They come up to him. Ted DiBiase is, looks at Robert Stone and basically is like, "Boy, you can't get like me." Throws money all Ooh. in his face. Away. I hope Robert Stone and then picked up the money though. <laughs> they did because in the background I saw them scurrying to pick it up. <laughs> Aliyah was like throwing in the air and Jesse was on the ground. <laughs> oh, it was great because if you just like look just to his like right shoulder, <laughs> they were like scrambling to pick up the money, which is hilarious. Because that's what I would do. 
You throw money at me, I'll take it. I'm poor. Yep. <laughs> take the money. <laughs> so now it's time for Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase oh to have their million dollar face off. Cameron Grimes talks about how he hasn't always had money and how he's always looked up to Ted DiBiase. Cameron Grimes says money lets uh, him treat people horribly and get away with it because he has so much money to do whatever he wants with it. Uh, Ted DiBiase says he likes Cameron Grimes because he is looking for the person to personify the million dollar man he says it isn't all about money because there is also everything that happens in the ring Grimes has lost his focus since he got his money and here comes L.A. Knight to interrupt and a cool yellow jacket I enjoyed this jacket <laughs> Knight talks about how much of an opportunity there is here because he is perfect for something like this Grimes says Knight needs to stay out of this talk because this is between millionaires but Ted DiBiase is like I want to hear what he has to say LA Knight talks about needing DiBiase as a final piece of the puzzle that sounds appealing to DiBiase who praises Knight's million dollar body and mine but Grimes says this is between himself and Ted DiBiase that uh, LA Knight needs to leave and so when he turns Cameron Grimes that is turns his attention back to Ted DiBiase LA Knight attacks him from behind uh, DiBiase then stands over Cameron Grimes says he's never going to get it and laughs the maniacal million dollar man laugh before leaving out with LA Knight Oh, this was a good, like, interaction. I'm like, wow, they turned Cameron Grimes' face just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind. <laughs> he was like, this is a talk between millionaires. You are not a millionaire. <laughs> he was like, this is a Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes' face off. <laughs> I was like, I love his loud ass. <laughs> it was great. He made me feel emotions. I was like, oh, Ted DiBiase, why are you bullying him? Stop bullying my Cameron Grimes. He just wants to enjoy his money. <laughs> and then when he said, I realized that I can be a jerk to people and they'll still like me because I'm rich. <laughs> oh, that got me. That was funny. This was a great interaction. I want more. Character work is something that they have done a great job with, with Cameron Grimes. This has been building since the like end of the winter yeah when the you know whole GameStop thing first was going mm -hmm. on so kind of like mm -hmm. January around February March yeah time. so they've been kind of building this and building this and building this you know started off with him trying to do the Ted DiBiase basketball routine and couldn't quite get it right <laughs> And, you know, escalate it from there. So, yeah, good stuff with uh, Cameron Grimes. And now we've got L.A. Knight with Ted DiBiase into the mix, too. So be interesting to see where yeah. this leads up going into In Your House. Uh, Indy yeah. Hartwell is looking for Dexter Loomis, but runs into Everrise instead. They're doing <laughs> their, hey, can't you see we're live on the air doing our show? And your Hartwell's <laughs> like, what show? What do you mean, what show? <laughs> You want to go with me? You want to go at me? You you want to you want to hit me? They're so spot? ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So uh, <laughs> while Everize is getting all hot about it, Drake Maverick comes in and he tries to calm <laughs> things down. He says he saw Dexter Loomis in that room over there a few hours ago. Indy Hartwell goes into the room and finds the room covered 
finds the walls of the room covered in pictures of sad things, mainly themed around broken hearts. One of them has Dexter with a knife through his heart uh, while he was massaging Indy in the parlor last week, leaving Indy freaked out. She hurt his feelings that he never showed. <laughs> oh, broken hearts everywhere. Go get him, Indy. Find him. Text her back, Loomis. <laughs> Frankie Monet in her debut match on NXT versus Cora Jade. Cora Jade grabs a Russian leg sweep for a two count, but a spear cuts her off. The yet-to-be-named Road to Valhalla finishes off uh, Cora Jade. Uh, Beth Phoenix with the commentary of the night on this uh, move. Uh, that looked familiar. <laughs> that was one of her old moves. Um, oh, okay. You know, Frankie Monet, Wira Loca, Tara, Tara Valkyrie, you know, doing what she does, you know, winning her debut match, looking impressive. Um, yeah. So, good start here for her. She's another one of those who looks just like deliriously happy to just be booking ass. <laughs> like Timothy Thompson. Because every time she would kick that girl, she would look so happy about it. And this was another match, like, um, with the Christian match, where it was, like, a little bit more slow pace, So you could feel, like, all those power moves that she was making. So I liked it. It was good. And you guys who think that she's, like, trying to, like, appropriate Latin culture, she's not. <laughs> Wera loca literally means crazy white girl. Okay? <laughs> so, like, she's, it's just, stop. Okay? Because people are like, oh, why is she trying to be Latin? You're white. And I'm just like, it literally means crazy white girl. <laughs> That's what it means, okay? So, relax. <laughs> Calm down. But sometimes I'm just like, mm. unless she did some problematic shit that I didn't know. But no. I haven't seen anything. So, it's like, what I look at means like crazy blonde slash like crazy white girl. That's what it means. <laughs> so, like, she, she knows she's white. <laughs> she knows it. The But I liked it. <laughs> I thought that it was impressive. It was yeah. what it needed to be. You know, Cora J mm-hmm. got a few things in, but, you know, yeah. she was there to do a job, and that's exactly what she mm-hmm. did. Right. But I want to see more from Cora J, too, because she, she, she also looked impressive. She had a cute, some cute little moves. I was like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> the grizzled young veterans... <laughs> They want the tag team titles. Tommaso Ciampa and, you know, uh, and uh, Timothy Thatcher, they're kind of like in the way of them getting that. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. said they're going to have their eyesight on the uh, title match next week. They're going to be paying a lot of attention to MSK and their title defense. Ooh. Interesting. We get- Leave my nephews alone. <laughs> We get a look at Bronson Reed winning the North American title and talking about how much it means for Australians. Um, then we go with Walter yelling at Imperium about how Alexander Wolf is gone for good. And now it's time to show how sacred the mat is again. And they will start by making up for losing the tag team titles to Breezango. This was a really good like little promo because it um, showed like it highlighted each of the members to be like, oh, he brings this to here. He brings this. So 
It was really cool. And I love seeing Walter. Walter! Great. Bronson Reed comes out to celebrate his title win. After soaking in some tears, Reed talks about how the title represents being willing to fight for what you want. Now that he has this, try to take it from him. Out comes Allegado del Fantasma with Santos Escobar talking about how this business was born for him. He wasn't born into the business. The business was born to him. Uh, He says that title has his attention and it's why he took the cruiserweight title in the first place he says he likes the idea of being the champion of mexico and the united states joaquin wilde is like what about canada santos escobar was like i told you canada doesn't count so they circle the ring they slide in like they're about to do some harm to big bronson reed but that's when MSK runs in for the save and they run Phantasma uh, back out of the ring and they kind of regroup and they think better of the situation. Yes. I love how MSK is like the baby face angels. Like they're, they're just coming back. Uh, uh, uh. Back up. Back up. I don't think so. This is good. I enjoyed it. MSK looked mad fired up like they were ready to fight. Wesley was on that rope like, get over here. He was mad. This little six-man tag that we know is coming it's gonna be great <laughs> it's gonna be great do you think they're gonna have one of those like winner takes all championship things again i don't think cool? so no i don't think so <laughs> william regal <laughs> he sets up a triple threat match for next week between kyle o'reilly jenny gargano and pete dunn with the winner getting a title shot at TakeOver in your house. Ooh, that's going to... That's going to be a great time. Yeah, that's got a potential to really be a super banger right there. They're going to be mm-hmm. wrestling, wrestling, because you got some technical yeah. wizardry, Matt wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, guys in this, some striking, some submissions. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of variety in this match, and it uh, should be a lot of fun. Then that brings It's going to us- be hell stressful, though. That brings us to the main event of the evening. Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross, number two. I like your pogo. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I didn't think you were gonna get it. (laughs) Oh, of course. I every time I say part two, I have to add electro boogaloo. It just makes me happy. So (laughs) I was gonna do it. Uh, the straight jacket chokehold from Finn Balor has Karrion Cross in trouble. Finn Balor switches that over to a triangle choke. Karrion Cross grabs the referee to save himself, and then there's a power bomb to put Finn Balor down hard. There's a forearm to the back that sets up the running elbow to the back of the head. That's followed by a bunch of stomps to Finn Balor's head. Then the cross jacket choke is applied, and Finn Balor passes out. And Karrion Cross retains the NXT title boo boo Finn Balor did his goddamn best to make Karrion Cross look like something he did his goddamn best because his spelling was the only reason why Karrion Cross looked any kind of credible because he has like three moves and they're not great but Finn Balor, when he, like, hit him in the back of the head, the way, like, Finn sold it, the chokehold that he was, like, trying so desperately to get out of. Oh, I was so happy when he kicked that man in the back of his head. I was like, get him, Finn, get him! But it was not to be. Boom! 
I'm angered. Carrying Cross is <laughs> not capturing the imagination of the NXT fan base as the champion. Uh, there are a lot of people who are trying to try to give him a chance but have finally maybe come around to where we've always been and just mm-hmm. like you know he doesn't have much as far as in ring goes he doesn't really have a lot to bring on the promos um he has an impressive look but mm-hmm. that's about it he's he's that's it he's pretty boring uh in the yep. ring uh and he hasn't done anything substantial enough to make you latch on to him care about him want to root for him um nope they've kind of hindered him because they haven't really established if he's a heel or a baby face he's kind of mm-hmm. a tweener and i'm sure that's not really helping the matter either um so no. it's like i don't want to I think this is the best that we're going to get from him. The, you know, mm-hmm. few matches that we've seen. We've had Austin Theory. Oh, we've had Finn Balor now. Um, and, yeah, I don't think he's going to improve anymore. So it's definitely going to be up to the caliber of the guy he's facing to make the matches interesting. Um, I don't know if they'll be memorable, but they'll at least be interesting and entertaining enough to where you won't change the channel from a main event match. Yeah. All he has is Scarlet. Scarlet is the appeal. He's just, he's so boring. He just is. He's just, he has the look of a champion, but that's it. And you can't say, like, oh, it's, you know, the promos aren't giving him enough. No, because the promos, like, at least the, like, the scripted, like, packages that they give are the only times he's even remotely interesting. And that's because he doesn't talk as much and they fill it with a whole bunch of highlight reels. <laughs> because he's just, he's not, he's not charming. He's, he's just like, there's nothing there. I'm not interested. I don't care. The only reason I, I like, even care a little bit that you're here is because Scarlet is right there giving faith. That's it. <laughs> Scarlet is the only attraction. Let her wrestle, and he can be her valet. <laughs> Rather that. I, I told everybody from the beginning mm-hmm. that that's what should happen. The only thing that should happen is Karen Cross should not talk. Only thing he should do nope. is just wrestle, retain the title, mm-hmm. let Scarlet wear the title, represent the title, and he is just the, you know, the, the minion that goes yeah. out and does her bidding. Because any other way with him trying to be this lead, it's just not mm-hmm. capturing people, and uh, you know he's gonna eventually get heat. And that's going to be, you know, heat is heat. I always say that. But, you know, he's going to catch the heat that people are going to be like, oh, I'm changing the channel instead of like, boo, you suck. And yeah, you don't want people changing the channel. You just rather than just be like, boo, he sucks. Right. It's just or people are going to just like no reaction. Like, oh, he's here. Okay. Like, when the crowd, when that NXT, that NXT crowd probably isn't going to boo him because they're, like, wholesome. Well, most of them. They just want everybody to win. Like, so they'll just, like, cheer who they're, quote-unquote, supposed to cheer or boo who they're supposed to boo Mm -hmm. just because they want, like, the show to have, you know, that feeling. Mm -hmm. But, like, that man boring. 
<laughs> he just is. Triple H. Listen, Hunter, I'm, you need to cut it. Because I'm not, not interested. Unless Kyle O'Reilly wins that triple threat and he goes against Karrion and Kyle wins that championship. <laughs> that would be a very interesting development considering the winter and early spring that he had and how close he mm-hmm. was on a couple of occasions but not quite being able to get over the obstacle of Finn Balor to become the NXT champion so yeah if they did that with Kyle O'Reilly I definitely would be here for it and would uh, love to see him play air guitar with the NXT championship yes I miss his air guitar and with the championship that's what made me love him when I first like actually started watching like I just saw a clip and I just saw him when like when Yui was still together and thriving he just came out and just was air guitaring and I was just like who is this who is this redhead? I like him. You. You are my favorite now. <laughs> and I found out. I was like, Kyle O'Reilly. This adorable little redhead with this air guitar. And these devastating kicks. I'm here. <laughs> You're the one. You and Adam Cole. <laughs> Love you. So, I just give it to Kyle O'Reilly. Because everybody loves Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> just give it to him. He could be a great baby face. And then eventually, be an awesome cocky heel. If that's what you want to do, but he's an amazing baby thing. Give it to Kyle. Yeah. Yes. And I, then you can f- figure out one way or another whether Karen is a heel or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be a unpopular choice if uh, Kyle O'Reilly was to come out victorious, and this was a shorter than expected championship run uh, from mm-hmm. Karrion Cross. So we will definitely have our eyes open, and the hashtag will be available. NXT cast to share your commentary with color on the proceedings that take place next week. Um, so, Miss Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank you. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rasslecast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to you guys and the Patreon uh, patrons for you know paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to all you guys in the hashtags because your commentary is always awesome. And shout out to Natalia, because today's her birthday. So happy birthday, Natalia. Thank you once again, Miss Simi, for joining me here on the NXT cast. Greatly appreciate your time once again for this week's episode. Thank you to Miss Jates, the Max. Thank you to Miss Cammy D and Miss Didi Jonay for providing their commentary with color on the Ladies' Night Smackdown Matters. They took over the episode. It's always a lot of fun when Jates, yeah. the Max, Miss Didi Jonay get together. Uh, so this episode is no different. Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese who helped me review uh, Monday Night Raw this past week. It was like a lot of fun. Still got to get that show edited and out to the masses. It's coming, folks. We promise. Um, thank you to uh, Sam and Greg and Classic and Mel because Mel always gets shout outs and um, Six Foot Apple and everybody who joined us in the uh, Rawcast Twitter Spaces earlier this week. Shout out Shogun. Woo! 
uh, Kylie Wren. Uh, we definitely appreciate everybody interacting with us. It was a lot of fun. We're going to try to expand the use of the Twitter spaces and try to make these programs interactive. So be on the lookout. Maybe you can listen to the show live as we record it and then jump on uh, the call at the end for some questions and comments. So we're going to be doing some experimentation. So be on the lookout for the, the tweets and uh, we'll let yeah. everybody know uh, when you can come join us and share your commentary with color on the podcast as well so that should be a lot of fun uh so remember to join the patreon page patreon.com forward slash cspn media listen to me and miss simi break down aew dynamite each and every week and also listen to exclusive before and after uh, recording contents that we have for the shows here on the wrestlecast network you can always hear some extra commentary with color some things about wrestling sometimes not about wrestling but good <laughs> content nonetheless also go over to the cspn.us click on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page do some shopping with amazon you may need a new pair of swim trunks bathing suit get something for your dad for father's day you know people are starting to yeah. try you know, move out about in this new world of semi-COVID. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's things to be had. So get them through uh, Amazon.com. But first go to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Click on the Amazon link. Do your shopping as you normally would. And some of your purchase will come back to help keep these shows free each and every week. So for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtag. Now, nobody asked any of you incels. The way I see it is this. Teddy's right. I'm not a millionaire yet. I am living comfortably. But with you by my side, we can put that last piece to the puzzle. And when you talk about searching for somebody who can take the million-dollar legacy to new heights it's never seen before, you can search high, low, everywhere in between. The answer is always the same. Whose game is it? L.A. Knight. Well, you know, Mr. Knight, I'm well aware of who you are. And I know... I know that you've traveled the world in a very short time. You've had a great deal of success. As a matter of fact, so much success that I would go so far as to say that you even have a shot at probably becoming a megastar here on NXT. Because you do have a million dollar body. More importantly, you got a million dollar mindset. Wait a second, okay, hold on. We're not gonna sit here and talk about his million dollar body. We get it, the guy's got Kavorka. He's got veins in his shoulders, his arms, and his legs. We get it, the guy's jacked, but he's no Cameron Grimes. And this was a million dollar face-off. And a million dollar face-off was between Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes. So, LA Knight, I'm gonna tell you right now. Get out of this ring, or I'm gonna kick your ass to the moon. So take.